you have no idea what you're doing. And if you're not gonna learn, if you're not gonna teach yourself how to do it, you're gonna crash and burn. And you are hurting your wife. You're hurting your wife if you are not intentionally learning these skills. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, my husband thinks marriage shouldn't be work. Yep. This one, um, I have feelings about. Yeah. I I got a little riled up. Yeah, I think so. All right. Okay, go carefully, everyone. Here we go. Bye-bye. No, not bye-bye. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a long morning already. Okay. Here's the question that someone wrote in with. My husband is a wonderful man. He does not or will not attend counseling courses, books, or any type of help. He says marriage shouldn't be work. Hmm. Marriage shouldn't be work. How does that sit with you, my love? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> what's the first thing confusion confusion okay why is that yeah. confusing because everything in life at some point is going to be work okay hold on to that statement right there that's such an important statement and we're going to come back to it okay everything requires work yeah but why is it why is it confusing well you're both two human beings with flaws yeah. and and you're coming together into a marriage. How do you expect that everything is just going to mesh all the time yeah. perfectly? Yeah. There has to be work to make a marriage good. Yeah. Not not just to make it great, but just to make it sustainable. Yeah. This actually comes back to one of the principles that we actually have right here as I bump the microphone around. In the book right here, Husband 101, I wrote that about a year ago. It's available on Amazon. Look up Paul Elmore or Husband 101 and you can buy it. And in there, we talk about two different principles. A lot of men, when it comes to marriage, have the idea of a fisherman. That is, I want to have the best lure and I want to catch the biggest fish. And once I land this fish in the boat, my job is done. Done. I've caught what I've been looking for. Unfortunately, that is a terrible idea when it comes to marriage. Marriage is more like farming. Farming is you plant little seeds, you do a lot of hard work, and you don't see a whole lot of return for it until months and months or years later, you are cultivating, you know that good things are going to happen. You are working the soil. You're making sure the weeds aren't there. You are watering. You're making sure it gets sun and shade and you're keeping all of the predators and the deers out of there who are going to eat your crops because you know something better is going to happen later on. Right. A lot of men have this idea that once I get married, the job is done. I've I've met my goal and now work, marriage shouldn't be work. It should just be something easy to do. That would be like a a farmer looking for the perfect piece of property with the best soil, the greatest and and buying that property and then just expecting that everything 
it's going to grow. Yep. Without planting, without doing tilling, any of the without work. sowing, without doing any of the work. Exactly. And it's unfortunate that that's the case, but I've seen too many men, and I'm going to talk to the husbands out there. I'm going to have kind of a frank conversation here. I have seen too many men who don't understand the nature of relationship, of marriage, of my wife's heart, of your wife's heart. If you don't understand how to do this thing called marriage and it's a skill you develop you aren't born knowing how to be married it no. doesn't just magically come naturally which boy i wish it would that no would be doubt awesome but it, it doesn't and it's not always modeled for you so what you see growing yeah. up isn't necessarily what you want to do in your own marriage no absolutely not so two people i want to talk to one is the wife who wrote this email into us and shared this with us my heart breaks for you because I want you to hear really clearly. I'm going to pick sides, blatantly pick sides. Your opinion of marriage is right. And your husband's opinion of marriage is wrong. Yeah. Can I say that without being too offensive to everybody? Well, I don't care <laughs> if I offend people because I'm speaking the truth and saying the right thing, then that's the way it's going to happen. Wanting your husband to work on his marriage, wanting your husband to be engaged and learn and grow and develop the skills of having a healthy marriage. Those are good things to want. And absolutely appropriate. Absolutely appropriate. And being willing to put in the work. That's not easy. It doesn't just come magically, really, really naturally. Again, your desire for that is absolutely correct. And the fact that you're not getting that, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It, it breaks our heart to hear that, that you're kind of having to face that situation. For the husband... It's time to wake up. It's time to actually understand that, like my wife said, everything in life takes work yeah. and effort and energy and intentionality. It takes input to get better at anything. There's nothing worse than being hired for a job and say, we expect this outcome, this really complicated outcome over here, but we're not going to give you any training. We're not going to give you any mentorship. There's no apprenticeship. You just need to know how to do that. And now we expect really, really good results. You're going to suck as an employee. You're going to fall far short in any product you deliver because you have no idea what you're doing. And if you're not going to learn, if you're not going to teach yourself how to do it, you're going to crash and burn. Yeah. And you are hurting your wife. You're hurting your wife if you are not intentionally learning these skills. Well, and not only that, in the realm of hurting your wife, if you're not willing to work on your marriage or to do things to improve yourself so that you're a better husband, yeah. but you're willing to learn how to do your job better, willing oh. to learn how to do a, a skill or a hobby better, what you're telling your wife is she's not valuable to you. And yeah. I'm sh I can't imagine why a husband, maybe unknowingly, but why would you want to make your wife feel like she's not valuable and that your marriage is not valuable? Yeah, man, you bring up some good points. You're so smart. Thanks. And pretty. When men are willing to put in the energy and effort to get better at their jobs because it makes them look good or it brings in better income or it gives them a title bump. You're more focused on stroking your own ego, making sure that you look good and you've thrown your wife, your kids, other people you're supposed to be in relationship with, you've thrown them under the bus. And there's nothing more inappropriate than looking out for your own interests first, 
and letting everyone else kind of fend for themselves. That is the survival brain. That's the enemy of marriages is the survival brain. I want to make sure that I look good. I want to make sure that I get my needs met first. That is the enemy of marriages. Your spouse is not the enemy. It is your own internal messages that make you make stupid decisions. Just dumb. I'm a little worked up on this one. I'm more I than so. I expected, to be yeah, honest. I, think I, so. I, I apologize for everyone who's listening out there, but it you feel strongly chaps about my it. hide. Yeah, it's, it chafes it's, my. It really is thing. such such an important thing. The biggest thing that I think of though is when a wife shares with her husband that she's not happy or that the marriage needs work, and the husband's like, "Nope, not doing anything." Yeah. We talk about this in The Six Secrets of the Secure Marriage. The foundation of having a good marriage is yep. being open. Yeah. And so instead of being defensive about, no, we're fine. I'm not going to put any, marriage doesn't need to have any work put in it. Ask yourself or ask your wife, why do you feel that way? Yeah. Be open to finding out what it is that she feels like is missing. Yeah. Instead of just like, nope, that's it. Marriage shouldn't be work. Yeah. So let's have the harder conversation. And I'm finding out that as we talk a lot about marriage, this is the conversation that I have to have more and more with husbands and wives, because when you are married to someone who is disappointing you, when you are married, and I'll use the word stuck, a lot of people feel stuck in a bad marriage because their spouse won't take the energy or effort to do the thing to make the marriage better and therefore make you happier. How do you respond to that? Most people respond in that survival brain piece. They kind of slip into the, well, if you're hurting me, then I'm going to hurt you. And right. I'm going to do something that's going to help you understand my pain by making you be in pain as well. And that is completely understandable. It makes perfect sense to me. And yet it's probably one of the worst things that you can do for your marriage because now you have two wounded people hurting each other. And it's a very quick race to the bottom. Right. It only leads to discouragement, being defeated, feeling stuck in a trapped marriage. And that is when you usually start making dumb decisions, especially if somebody else is giving you that attention that you want. You emotionally bond with somebody else. You start acting out in certain ways to numb that pain, to change that mood. It just ends up being a bad thing. And so this is the hard conversation about marriage, which is when you're stuck with someone who isn't putting in the work and it's making your life harder, how do you respond? Yeah. And the answer is you still operate within your own integrity. Right. You are not accountable to your spouse. You're accountable to yourself and you're accountable to God. Yeah. And you go, even though I'm being mistreated, even though I am not being cared for in the way, I still am going to do the right thing. I'm going to take the high road. I'm going to act within my own integrity. I'm going to do what's right because it's the right thing to do. And so I'm still going to be patient and loving and kind and understanding. And I'm not going to be retaliatory. I'm not going to try to hurt somebody else. Now, that doesn't mean that you still go passive. It still means it's appropriate to advocate. And it's okay to say, we need to get some help. There needs to be some sort of change in our marriage. And if there isn't, then here's some natural consequences. Our intimacy is completely falling off. And I know that you don't think it needs any work, but it does. And instead of taking my word for it, let's go talk to one person somewhere and see what they say. 
And again, if he goes, no, I will not, I will not let anybody else into our marriage. I'm not going to let anyone speak in our marriage. I'm not going to expose any of our problems in our marriage. I'm not going to do that. Then you, again, ma'am, who wrote into us, you have to go to you on your own and you have to find that help. You need to find those friends, that pastor, that counselor who's going to help you deal with that very real and legitimate right. pain. And if you don't do that, then you're going to be sitting in that pain by yourself and it will fester, be like a cancer. And we don't want that to happen to you. We want you to find relief with that. It's also okay. And again, this is going to sound a little strange. It's also okay to say, husband, I love you very, very much, but you are absolutely wrong on this. And this isn't my opinion. This is the opinion of many other professional relationship experts. That has been my career for many, many years. Uh, There are many, many books There are many, many people um, who will tell you that your opinion is wrong. And because I love you, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Now, the way I tell you is going to be kind and loving. I'm going to be able to confront you appropriately, but I'm also going to confront you. I'm not going to let you live in your ignorance. And so you might have to, the word nag isn't the right term, but being diligent, being assertive, being intentional, that is appropriate and healthy and good to do. Is that, you tracking, does that make sense? Yeah. Don't do it when you're in the middle of a fight. Never do it in the middle of a fight. Nope, nope, nope. Pick your timing and do it in, in multiple mediums. I always suggest start with a letter. This is on my heart. In fact, we've done that in our marriage where there's been something that I've been needing to talk to Shannon about, but I've been uncomfortable or scared, but it's been festering. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to write down this letter. Here's this letter so that you can edit. That's why I write letters. You can edit. You can make sure the phrasing is correct. You can make sure you're respectful and kind, but you're also strong enough and say, this is on my heart. I want you to hold on to this and you can read it and read it as many times as you want. But this is something that needs to be addressed and dealt with in our relationship. And then you can have a face-to-face conversation. Don't do it over text. That's a dumb medium. Don't do it over text. um, And don't do it after 10 o'clock at night. That's called the two T's. Don't do it after 10 o'clock at night. People are just tired and exhausted. And don't do it over text. Text is maintenance. You know, what time are you picking up the kids and what's for dinner kind of thing. But you have to be diligent, appropriately diligent and assertive to say, I'm not going to let our marriage continue to be in this state much longer. Yeah. Is that making sense? It is. Perfect sense. Yeah. It's a hard one though. Really hard. This is actually the whole reason we built the relationship roadmap because I've sat with so many couples who are in pain in this area. And that's why that red road that leads all the way down to that feeling trapped and stuck in a bad marriage and you're looking for a way out. That's the road that you are potentially on. And like this woman says in the email, even though her husband is kind and nice, he's still missing a major piece of the marriage. You don't have to be a horrible human being to still be doing something wrong and causing pain to somebody else. Ignorance does that. A lack of information, training, attitude. Or self-awareness. Self-awareness. That's the perfect term for it. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier for husbands who don't want to work on their stuff. That's the reason I'm taking Husband 101 right here and I'm actually putting it into an audio book. So that men typically don't read. Some guys do, but most men prefer to listen. That's why we make a podcast. You can listen to that. But also $97, under 100 bucks for a one-hour course. 
that's kind of funny, actually. We had someone over our house who's watched it, and they said it was just so funny. We were only going to watch one video, and we ended up watching a second one, and then a third. Then we watched all of them, and it was an hour. That's why we built a course that is covers all the basics here, so everyone has a shared language and understanding of how to have a healthy relationship, and you don't have to do weeks and weeks and thousands of dollars of counseling. It's a starting point to have conversations. Right, and that's for the relationship roadmap. Relationship roadmap. Not Husband 101. No. But the Husband 101 is a good good book as well, so there's lots of options for someone who might want to start this, but... If someone goes, I just don't want to work on it. I don't, I have no interest in learning anything, courses, books, counseling. I just don't want to do any of that. You're not going to make him change in that way. And you need to go do something that's going to take care of your heart in all of this and learn how to still graciously and appropriately love somebody who's hurting you. Yeah. That's a hard part about marriage. And I wish there was an easier solution for that, but I have yet to come up with how to change. How to make someone change. People's sin nature. Yeah, right. I don't know how to do that yet. I might figure it out like later today or next week. <laughs> anyway, uh, Secure Marriage 101. No, try that again. <laughs> what? SecureMarriage.com. That's the place. SecureMarriage.com. You can find all these resources, links to everything, courses to take, ways to make your marriage better. Yeah. Is that it? Yep, I think so. I think so too. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. All righty. Goodbye, goodbye. Bye-bye.